0: MIDI clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com.
1: Welcome to the John and Heidi Show podcast.
0: John and Heidi. Here's John and Heidi.
2: Thanks for listening to The John and Heidi Show on a Friday. Hey, baby, how you doing? I'm
3: good. How are you?
2: Very good. Today is three sixteen, And for those of you who have been seeing the uh, the movie marketing for, or the marketing for the movie, I can only imagine they've been promoting It's Coming on three sixteen. That's today. And the Irwin brothers are going to be my guest on the program today.
3: Nice. So uh,
2: tonight is opening night. I'm excited for them. And I've already seen the movie. It is a phenomenal movie. I had a chance to see a pre-screening of it. And uh, we had a guest... Last week, no, it was actually Monday of this week, we had Kevin from uh, Kevin Downs. And then next Monday, we've got a guest from the program as well. So we're super excited about it. Uh, coming up right now, I've got your quote from Marcus Aurelius Dwell on the beauty of life, watch the stars, and see yourself running with them. Some pretty fancy language there. <laughs> we don't talk like that anymore. Nowadays, we sure don't. Nowadays, you know, the, the quotes from people today are things like, uh, Hey, hold my beer. You know, it's, not, <laughs> it's just not the same. Coming up, we got a lot of great stuff on this Friday edition of The John and Heidi Show.
3: There are monthly subscriptions for razors and coffee and many other things, but this is the best monthly subscription ever. Ladies, listen up. Odiva has a monthly subscription for your monthly visitor. You know it's going to happen every month. And how many times have you been caught off guard? Odiva will send you a box discreetly each month with the products you want, with plans starting at less than 4 bucks a month. Get a special offer right now at Radiosavings.com, helping women prepare for their monthly visitor for less. Try it now at Radiosavings.com. John and Heidi.
2: Today is a special day, Heidi. Do you know what today is?
3: What is today, John?
2: You never ask. It's Friday, March the 16th. It is Black Press Day. It is Curlew Day. Everything you do is right day. Freedom of Information Day, Goddard Day, Lips Appreciation Day. National Artichoke Hearts Day, National Preschool Teachers Appreciation Day, St. Uro's Day, and World Sleep Day. I could use more of that right now. I'm kind of tired. I could always use more sleep. I don't know why. Lately, I just kind of feel like I'm tired, so I need to catch some more Zs. And I think we can all celebrate one of those days. Whichever one you choose to celebrate, have some fun on this Friday.
1: Sadly, more than 350 million people suffer from depression. Scientifically, your actual brain chemistry levels are affected. Now a breakthrough safe and natural non-prescription coffee product has been shown to help. It elevates levels of dopamine, serotonin, and endorphins in the brain which makes you happier just by drinking this special cup of coffee. Many reported elevated mood, feeling more connected, having greater energy, clarity, and focus. Try it for yourself at firstcupisfree.com. Get a free sample at firstcupisfree.com. Coming up in
2: just a bit, we have your brain on drugs. But first, really sad news from the science world. Legendary scientist Stephen Hawking died this week. I saw that on Facebook yesterday. Uh, I didn't see that. He passed away Wednesday. Hmm. But I didn't see it until... I didn't see it. I saw it yesterday after the program. uh, So we didn't get to talk about it until now. He was 76 years young. Hawking's broke barriers in the world of science despite debilitating illness. He was also the subject of an Oscar-winning movie. Uh, I've got a link to some more info on the story. Here's why I think it took forever for us to to learn about it. Because there have been like hoaxes of him dying ten times now. Um so I think a lot of people were going, I'm not gonna share this because did he really die or am I gonna look like
3: an idiot? Well again? there's hoaxes out there for I know. everybody all the time. Don't
2: do whoever's doing those, don't do that. That's really sad for the families. Uh to to read on the internet that you died. They're like, No, I didn't die. What are you talking yeah. about? So I think that's really sad. But again, uh, Stephen Hawking passed away, legendary scientist. He was 76 years young. Thanks for listening to The John and Heidi Show.
3: John and Heidi.
2: Each day at this time, we talk about people doing dumb things under the influence, but addiction is no laughing matter. If you or someone you know needs help, there's a toll-free number you can call.
3: 1-800-438-0380.
2: That's the Addiction Hope and Helpline.
3: 1-800-438-0380. And this
2: is your brain on drugs. Malia Matson, age 56, which you would think is old enough to know better, was arrested for driving drunk at the scene of her brother's DUI. Oh. Yeah. State troopers were called to the campgrounds at 1 a.m. to stop a vehicle <laughs> that was being driven by Arnie Matson, age 52. He was charged with a DWI, I guess is what it's called there. Troopers were with Matson when his sister Malia arrived on the scene. They noticed that she had a strong smell of alcohol. They ordered her out of her car. She refused and tried to drive away. <laughs> That's they, not a good idea. Yeah, anyway, they physically had to remove her from the car. She was charged with open containers, so she was drinking and driving at the same time. <laughs> Obstructing governmental administration, no seatbelt. she pled guilty to misdemeanor. Sentenced to a year of conditional discharge, fined $500, and a $395 surcharge. Is that because it was on a campground? I'm not sure what I don't that know. was. Her license was revoked, and she was ordered to have an interlock device installed. So, not a good night. Bad night, we'll say. But that's what happens when your brain is on drugs. Now, big screen, little screen, CNN cut off their job tracker graphic after the job report came out looking good. So they said, hey, we're no longer tracking that. But I saw that. That's good news. I think that's really sad. Mariah Carey is renting a house in the Beverly Hills. Guess how much it costs to rent the house she's renting? I have no idea. $37,000 a month. Wow. That's reasonable. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and it's a fixer upper. No, it's not really. Police sent two patrol cars to Tory Spelling's house this weekend after Dean McDermott told the police he wanted a checkup on her. So I guess he was concerned. That's really sad.
3: Oh.
2: And uh so- we got one last thing here. Steve-O. Do you know who Steve-O yes, is? Yes, I do. From, um... He was in a bunch of different stuff. Yeah. Steve-O. <laughs> you I know still want you're... me to say the no, name? No, I don't want you to say that. <laughs> but he is celebrating 10 years of sobriety this week. I think oh, that's, that's really great. cool. Now, uh, he was known for being wild and crazy. It was about 10 years ago, and he was doing some really dumb, dangerous things. And for 10 years, he's been stone-cold sober, and he's got a good life going. He's not doing those crazy things anymore, so some of the media doesn't care, but I'm really proud of him. And for those of you who are trying to give up on uh, alcohol and drugs and that kind of lifestyle, there's proof right there you can do it. Ten years he's done it. That's awesome. Big Screen, Little Screen brought to you by ChannelSurferTV.com.
4: You can go to college without student loans. Do you have a kid in 11th or 12th grade or in college? Let me save you time, energy, and most importantly, your hard-earned money. My name is Matthew Einstein, and I earned my undergraduate degree from the University of Texas and my master's from Prescott College with no loans. And I was an all-around average student. Not only am I a living example, but I have 10 years of proven results, not guesswork. Take my first course for free that walks you through my journey by going to learnwithoutloans.com.
2: Now your scoop of the day. United Airlines is facing a massive amount of backlash for making a woman store her dog in an overhead bin during a flight. (laughs) It's not funny because the dog died. Isn't that sad? What in the world are you doing, United Airlines? United Airlines is... They've done so many things recently where you just think, what is going on? Well,
3: if it had been American Airlines, they wouldn't have made it <laughs> on the flight just, to begin with.
2: Well, she'd be thankful because <laughs> she still have her dog. A study by Uppsala University. I don't know if I'm saying that right. I hope I am. They found that teenage gamers have just as many friends as kids who do not play video games. And this is a, a study from Japan. So they do not have as many girlfriends. <laughs> I'm sorry. That was not part of the study. That was me being a Weisenheimer. A survey by...
3: Eisenheimer. You don't like that? Not even old. She says I sound bit. like an old
2: man when I say things like that. A survey by Account Temps found that about half of Americans lose sleep over work. Well, <laughs> What percentage of Americans sleep at work? Do you have that one? Like? Uh, I don't do that, but I do lose sleep over work from time to time. So I'm like, oh boy, I got to have a good story for tomorrow. I got to have mm-hmm. a good story for tomorrow. <laughs> and then I come in and the Lord blesses me with silly stories all the time. Like this one. California police looking for a man who stole a gumball machine from an animal shelter. That is just quite a lot going on. (laughs) That's a a very action-packed story. Let's break that down. California police are looking for a man who stole a gumball machine. So first of all... How would you steal a gumball machine? You'd think you'd be noticed. You'd think so. That's not something you can stick in your pocket. Unless it was a
3: tiny one. I don't
2: know. And he stole it from an animal shelter. (laughs) So this, again, there's just a whole lot going on. I've got a link to that story for those of you who want to know more, because I know you're all thinking, I need to know more. I've got a link to that at Facebook.com slash John and Heidi Show. Moving over here, a grandmother from Georgia admitted to murdering her daughter-in-law, Whoa. who was in the middle of a nasty divorce with her son. Whoa! So next time, send a thank you note. I'm just saying, <laughs> I don't think that that probably would have. Oh helped.
3: my god! Here's the
2: thing: that's really sad. Uh, she prob- talk about
3: a mama bear.
2: Yeah, she probably thought that she was doing the right thing. She's going to go to prison for the rest of her life, which could be two weeks, but we don't, you know. But it's still, it's a bad, bad thing. It doesn't say the age of the grandmother, so I could be way off. Maybe she's fifty two. I don't know. But um, it says the story. I'll read quote line for line. It says a Georgia granny, and I didn't say it that way because doesn't that just sound? Why would a news story say that? Doesn't that know. seem derogative a little? Not bit? Not really. So I said a grandmother from Georgia because I think that sounds nicer. I try to you know spit polish these stories for you. I try to make them a little nicer. That's nice. Yeah, it doesn't always work. But she admitted to murdering her daughter-in-law because of this nasty divorce. I think that's a bad, bad thing. And then a completely unrelated story that's kind of maybe related, not in the sense that they're related, but, you know, somebody being murdered anyway. A Russian oligarch who was an oligarch. I don't know. I thought I'd just roll past and pretend, (laughs) pretend like everybody knew that. So now that we know, anybody know what that is? (laughs) A Russian oligarch who was opposed to Vladimir Putin was found dead in a London uh, hotel from strangulation. Ooh, They say natural causes. Uh (laughs) He he, he opposed Vladimir Putin, so naturally he's dead. (laughs) Yes. I think that's really sad. I cannot believe that. And there is a a 16-year-old kid that's running against Putin. Yeah, we
3: talked about that the other day.
2: that we're going to have a story in the near future similar to this, where he slipped and fell down 19 flights of steps. accidentally. <laughs> and one last story. Uh, Filipino President Rodrigo Duterte says, if the United Nations sends him human rights inspectors to his prison, he will feed them to the crocodiles. Wow. Where was this? Uh, F- the Filipino President. Whoa. So, yeah. He said, if you send me human rights inspectors, You send them to my prison to inspect, that's fine. They're going to be fed to the crocodiles.
3: Yeah, that right there tells you he probably needs the human rights inspector. Could
2: be. Could be maybe a hint that there's something going on there. Yeah. This has been your scoop of the day, courtesy of FirstCupIsFree.com. Radio really works. That's a pretty bold statement, but it's true. If you advertise on the radio the right way, you'll see results. I've said for years, advertising costs money, but effective advertising makes money. The only difference between spending money and making money is that one word, effective. Let us help you make your advertising more effective. Learn more at RadioReallyWorks.com. We do radio jingles and creative ads to help you get better results with the money you're already spending. Hear examples at RadioReallyWorks.com. That's RadioReallyWorks.com. Thanks for listening to The John and Heidi Show on a Friday. It's a special day today because tonight is the opening night of a movie that we've talked about a couple of times on this program now. I Can Only Imagine is the name of the movie. Earlier this week, we had Kevin Downs on the program. He was our guest for Movie Star Monday. And I'm super excited to say our guests, plural, right now are the Irwin brothers. Now, the Irwin brothers are the ones that put this movie together. I have on the line with me John and Andy Irwin. We're going to start with Andy. Andy, how are you, sir?
5: John, great to be with you, man. I'm I'm so excited about the film, excited to talk about it with you today. Really appreciate all of you guys uh, this
2: faithful support. Well, we love, love, love what you guys do. Uh, my wife and I have been to many of the movies that you guys put out. I, I'm I'm looking at the list. There's a couple of we haven't seen. I said, oh hey, there's something we gotta gotta check these out. But but we we've seen Mom's Night Out. We've seen Woodlawn. We've seen so many of them. And just love the movies. And and the new one that's coming out tonight. I can only imagine in theaters tonight. For, for folks that maybe haven't had a chance to hear what this is about, let's give everybody kind of a snapshot of what this movie is actually about.
5: Yeah, John, it's, you know, the, the, I Can Only Match, obviously, is the uh, number one uh, best selling Christian song of all time. Uh, you know, probably the best known Christian song outside of M- Amazing Grace. Uh, and uh, and so yeah, everybody knows the song. They, love, they they remember the first place they were when they heard it uh, and, and the point of their, their life that they really needed hope. Uh but the, the the beautiful thing is the story behind the song uh, is, is something that not many people have, have heard. Uh, and, and what produced this a massive amount of hope in this beautiful piece of music is Bart Millard uh, was this kid from Texas. Uh, he's now the lead singer for the band Mercy Me. And Bart wrote this song for his father. He had an abusive relationship with his father, his dad. was a pretty bad dude. He said, you know, my dad was a monster. And uh, his dad uh, was diagnosed with pancreatic cancer while Bart was finishing high school. And uh, as his dad, you know, had this terminal diagnosis, uh, Bart said he watched God change his dad from a monster into somebody that totally loved Jesus, was, uh, you know, uh, the man he always wanted to be his best friend. And then uh, uh, he, when he passed away, somebody at the funeral said, I can only imagine what your dad's seeing in heaven right now. And Bart said, you know, he, he put him on this wall path to the gospel, because he said if the gospel can change that, dude. The gospel can change anybody. And it's this beautiful, redemptive father-son story and uh, Dennis Quaid plays the dad in our story, uh, newcomer John Michael Finley uh, it plays Bart, and it's just, it was the most powerful thing we've ever you know been a part of. So we're really excited for coming out tonight nationwide.
2: Now let's talk to John Irwin for a second here. John, why do you feel this story was a story that just had to be told?
5: Well, it was an honor to tell the story behind, I can only imagine, um, for so many of us that song has become an anthem of hope and i'm one of those people i mean it's obviously the best selling most played christian song of all time uh and boy did it touch me i i, I remember you know vividly when that song came into my life it was um you know, at a time of loss at a time we were losing an extended family member to cancer and, and um uh i probably listened to it you know a few hundred times in a row and uh just thinking about a world without loss and pain.
2: Now, that that song has had an impact on many people, and this movie is a movie about that song, but it's also about the story of redemption and the story of how that song came about. Think about how cool this is. You know, that song has already had an impact, but you guys get to increase the ripple effect on that and, and impact even more people now with the movie and the story behind that song.
5: Well, wouldn't that be great? You know, that would be an honor. And, uh, and I think that when I heard the story, behind the song. We know it is a song about heaven, uh, but what we don't know is that it's a son singing for his father, and that it came out of this incredible story of reconciliation. And uh, I remember vividly when Bart said, I-, I know God is real because of the change. I saw my dad. I watched a monster transform into the into the man I wanted to become, into my best friend. And it was the power of that reconciliation um, that inspired the song. Uh, that's special. And that became, uh, wow. Uh, just so relatable to tell a story uh, about the reconciliations between father and son, and so I'm very grateful that uh, uh, that we're the ones that get to tell this story. And I'm so proud of everyone involved with this film. You know, it's a team sport, and and for Andy and I to be able to dream onto a blank piece of paper, and then see those dreams come to life is a pretty spectacular thing. So uh, I'm honored that uh, that we get to to unveil the story to the audience, and what a special day, 316, to be releasing a film. So everyone, go check out the movie tonight. Uh, it's a special experience. Of anything we've ever done, this is by far, there's just something magic about uh, about the experience of this film in a
2: movie theater. And the thing that's really been fun to watch on social media, this has taken on a life of its own. This this movie has done you know, when you look at the millions of people that are following this, the millions of people that are that are sharing this, it's it's already, and tonight is opening night, so imagine where it's going to go from tonight forward, but it's already just exploded on social media, and I think it's because people can absolutely connect with this story.
5: Yeah, you know, we were blown away when we launched the trailer, and it got as many views and shares as the Woodlawn trailer ever got, our last film. Uh, in about, like, 12 hours or something crazy, it was, uh, uh, and, and since it's... It's become actually uh, it's the most views ever for a faith-based film on social media uh, for, for the trailers and behind-the-scenes clips and whatnot. Uh, it's over 130 million uh, views, which is it's mind-blowing. I mean, the Woodlawn trailer had about 3 million views, so that's a jump. And, uh, and I think it's just another testament to how many, songs, uh, how many lives this song has touched. Uh, it's just amazing to see the number of people uh, affected uh, by this song and by this story. And and uh, it, it has blown us away. And I hope that those people uh, ha- feel that same rush of hope when they heard the song at the movie theater, when they know the story. It really does bring a very special uh, added dimension uh, to the story uh, and to the song when you know uh, how that song came to be. I agree. And so it's an exciting time, man. It's uh, we've, we've been dreaming of this moment for two years. Um it's, it's a wonderful thing to be able to graft the audience uh, into this story.
2: Again, our guests right now, the Irwin Brothers, their movie, I Can Only Imagine, opens in theaters tonight. Andy, this movie is about the song, I Can Only Imagine, and the lead singer of the band, Mercy Me, Bart. But when we hear the singing on the movie tonight, it's not Bart's voice that we're hearing. It's actually J. Michael Finley?
5: Yeah, you know, John, uh, John Finley or J. Michael Finley. Uh, is this kid. He's from uh, Missouri. Uh, Dad's an associate pastor at a Baptist church there. But we wanted somebody to look like Bart had that kind of Midwest feel uh, uh, and that kind of charm and we would call it grit. But we needed somebody to do their own singing. So that was like trying to find a needle in a needle stack. So we did a five-city tour trying to find it. We went to Nashville, Dallas, Atlanta, L.A., and New York. And in New York, there was this kid that had never been in a film before. He was the understudy for Jean Valjean and the and the, the play of Les Mez. Uh, on Broadway, and uh, and I took well, I remember we took Bart to the to play to hear him sing for the first time, and uh, he said when he's singing "Bring Him Home," the famous song from that play. I looked at Bart and I'm like, is this the guy? He's like, this is the guy. And so when we got him in the studio together, he and Bart worked back and forth on the sound of "Mercy Me," so much so that you know there was he was when he was recording one of the songs, we couldn't tell when Bart was singing and when John Michael was singing. Then Bart stepped out of the studio and kind of let John Michael go. And we just sat there. I was like, how, how do you feel about this? He's like, I feel like I just got to test drive a Ferrari. That guy's voice is incredible. And so all the singing in the movie is is J. Michael Finley. Uh, but it's it's an amazing tip of the hat to Mercy Meek. Is, it sounds like Bart's iconic voice, uh, but the actor is doing his own singing. And so it's just a beautiful blend of both worlds.
2: Now, speaking of actors, Dennis Quaid, Cloris Leachman. Trace Adkins, some amazing, huge, big stars that everybody has heard of, everybody knows. What is it like to sit down and, and get a chance to work with somebody like Dennis Quaid?
5: You know, for, for, for me as a director, uh, and John, my brother, 70-80% of directing a good movie is, number one, make sure you have a good script, really good script, and then making sure you cast it right. If you get the right cast, and the right roles for your film, the movie will make itself. And uh, and so we really prayed about who was supposed to play Arthur, because this role of Bart's dad, Arthur, is I mean, he he runs the gamut. I mean, he starts really rough, unlikable, uh, unlovable, and then by the end, there's this beautiful, innocent, childlike quality to his redemption. And so we needed somebody that had that kind of range, and so we had a short list of five actors. Uh, Dennis was at the top of that list. Uh, But Dennis Quaid, I mean, guy that, you know, he's played, he said, I always play the good guy that gets a little bit better by the end of the story. He said, I've never played transformation like this on film before. And he absolutely crushes it in this role.
2: He does. And,
5: uh, it's one of my favorites I've ever seen him do. And he, he just owns it. Uh, Arthur, Three disappears in the role. And so for me as a director, working with actors like that, or Cloris Leachman, who plays the grandmother, she won an Oscar before I was born, or Trace Atkins, who we've done a couple of movies from, with, um, you know, you'll, you'll know him from uh, Mom's Night Out, but, you know, beautiful country singing voice. And, uh, and then just on down the list, Priscilla Schreier, Madeline Carroll. It's just a great cast. And so for me as a director, I just kind of got to go back, sit by the monitor, eat popcorn and watch magic in a bottle
2: happen. John, what do you hope the audience will take away from this? And what do you hope that this film can do in in, in someone's life personally for them?
5: Well, you know, first of all, Andy and I make films that are entertaining and emotionally relatable. I I try to anyway, no matter what you believe. Um, But then once we've done that, Cause that's why I go to the theater. I mean, it's no, it's no cheaper to go see my movie than it is to go see Black Panther. And uh, the popcorn costs the same. So we, we want to earn your vote, and we want to entertain you. And we want to earn the right to share what we believe will change your life. And so we, we love to make films that are entertaining, emotionally relatable, but that showcase the transformational power of the gospel and the hope that the gospel has to offer, that no matter who you are, no matter what you've done, um, no matter where you find yourself, or well, what you're going through, God can transform any person, or any situation, or any relationship, and he can even use our pain, and that can become our great inspiration, as it did with art. And you know, my biggest hope is that relationships are reconciled uh, through the film. I just there's been story after story already yeah. in the pre-screenings of the film that people are just uh, they're reconnecting with that father that has hurt them, or the parent, or or the loved one, or the you know. And they're reconciling. And you know, forgiveness is the highest form of love. And forgiveness takes a lot of courage. But when you take that step, it sets both parties free. And uh and to see that happening, almost like in that last verse in the old testament, the hearts of the sons and the fathers being tor- turned back towards the sons, sons back towards the father, you know, that can be a very powerful outpouring from this story, and it's already happening. And uh and I, I and that would be my biggest prayer and my biggest hope would be that that uh, that happens. I just hope that you have a great time in the theater. You know, I I, I hope that they, they can get away for a couple hours and just feel that same rush of hope they felt when they heard the song and be swept away into a story that's entertaining and relatable. Uh, but they can change their life if they'll let it.
2: For me, it was even more. I remember the first time I heard the song, and the song is amazing, but I can tell you, having seen the movie and knowing the story behind the song, I appreciate the song even more. So it's it's even, to me, I think that most people are going to, going to get more out of it than they did the first time they heard the song.
5: Yeah, I think that there's something pretty magic about knowing the story. And I think you understand all these years why we've related so deeply to Bart's voice and the way he sings because it's such a personal story. This isn't a singer with a gig. This is a very personal story. You hear the emotion in his voice. I think that's registered with us for a very long time. Now we'll just get to know why. There's just something spectacular. About that story of reconciliation. And, uh, and, you know, I think it's very relatable. It's just, I don't care who you are or what you believe, we can all identify and relate to a story uh, between a father and son. Absolutely. And, reconciliation. and I hope that, that uh, it becomes the audience's own story in many cases, uh, you know, once the movie ends. So, spectacular day for us. We've, we've worked so hard to get it here. I tell everybody who promotes the film and who goes to see it, you know, we work for you. You know, you're, we're, you're our boss, and we're honored to get to... You've given us the coolest job in the world to get to tell stories. We say we're storytellers serving the greatest storyteller of all time. And what we ask is uh, there's this amazing thing called FOMO. It means the fear of missing out. It drives culture today. And, in fact, this generation slipping away from Christianity is a dead-on match for frequent moviegoers. The movie theater is kind of like their church. And if you want to get under the skin of a frequent moviegoer, just make a lot of noise about a movie they haven't seen. It'll drive them crazy. They'll go see it that night. So I'm asking everybody listening, help us make noise this weekend at the theater that I can only imagine. Uh, the film won't let you down. You'll enjoy it. And, uh, and yet, you seeing it guarantees that others will see it that need to. Not only in America, but all around the world. Entertainment is America's second largest export behind agriculture. There's 20 movie theaters opening every day in China. This is a way for us to get this message around the world. But it starts when it launches successfully in America. So join us at the theater this weekend.
2: Again, our guests today, John and Andy Irwin. It's the Irwin Brothers, their movie, I Can Only Imagine, opens tonight in theaters all around the country. I'm going to have all the details on the movie. And I'll even put a link to the trailer so you can see that at facebook.com slash show John!
0: In a world that constantly tells you you're not good enough, 12 easy ways to lose weight now, it's easy to start believing that. I'm Amanda Johnson. I have a new perspective on the self-help genre. My book, Becoming Enough, A Heroine's Journey to the Already Perfect Self, will guide you to find your own happiness. Learn to block out the distractions of what the world thinks and learn to be happy with who you truly are. Becoming Enough, available now on Amazon or learn more at amandajohnson.tv.
2: Fun fact for you, Heidi. What's that, John? A U.S. Park Ranger named Roy C. Sullivan held the record for being struck by lightning the most times. Guess how many times he's been struck? <laughs> how many times. Seven times. Whoa. Yeah, yeah, seven times. Now I was
3: expecting a bigger number than
2: that. Well, wasn't there a, a, a movie, uh, Great Outdoors? Great didn't Outdoors. He? he said seven. So, 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 70 seven he, Seventy-seven times. Yeah. So this guy really was the winner at seven times between 1942 and 1977. And then he died of a self-inflicted gunshot wound in 1983, which is really sad. Struck by lightning seven times, and that didn't get him, but then his own gun did. Wow.
3: But I wonder if he had major side effects from Probably. all of the lightning strikes, and he just couldn't yeah, take no, that it could anymore. Be.
2: One other fun fact for you, Heidi. What's that, John? There's an opera house on the U.S.-Canadian border where the stage is in one country and the audience is in another well, country. isn't
3: that nice? That
2: is. That right there is a very fun fact,
1: courtesy of LearnWithoutLoans.com. John! Sadly, more than 350 million people suffer from depression. Scientifically, your actual brain chemistry levels are affected. Now a breakthrough safe and natural non-prescription coffee product has been shown to help. It elevates levels of dopamine, serotonin, and endorphins in the brain, which makes you happier. Just by drinking this special cup of coffee, many reported elevated mood, feeling more connected, having greater energy, clarity, and focus. Try it for yourself at firstcupisfree.com. Get a free sample at firstcupisfree.com.
3: John and Heidi.
2: It's time right now for the grandiloquent word of the day. I still, I'm going to ask one more time, Heidi. Uh, did you, do, you, do you want a t shirt? <laughs>
3: <laughs> no, I don't want a t shirt.
2: <laughs> I thought maybe the third day would be the charm. They've been selling t shirts on their page now. So uh, the grandiloquent word of the day today is nippy, sweetie. Nippy Sweetie, N-I-P-P-Y-S-W-E-E-T-I-E. You'll notice I'm not asking Heidi if she knows what it means <laughs> because I don't want to th- hear what I think she thinks it means. It is a noun. It is a drink of spirits, especially whiskey, a sharp-tongued or a peevish person, a sharp-tasting sweet, or one which makes the mouth hot.
3: Scottish. A Nippy, pee- a nippy Sweetie.
2: I'll take a Nippy Sweetie, please. it's Scottish from nippy, meaning to nip or to bite, and then sweetie being sweet or a sweet treat. So it's like something that's really sweet, but it bites you when you take a taste of it. So uh, a a spirit's like whiskey. So nippy, sweetie. And I see what you want to say. I see the smile. (laughs) We got this code language here where I see the smile and I just move on. Because (laughs) if I let her (laughs) unleash that to you, we'll all be in trouble. (laughs) Nippy, sweetie, your grandiloquent word of the day.
4: You can go to college without student loans. Do you have a kid in 11th or 12th grade or in college? Let me save you time, energy, and most importantly, your hard-earned money. My name is Matthew Einstein, and I earned my undergraduate degree from the University of Texas and my master's from Prescott College with no loans. And I was an all-around average student. Not only am I a living example, but I have 10 years of proven results, not guesswork. Take my first course for free that walks you through my journey by going to learnwithoutloans.com. Now some weird news for you.
2: Courtesy of FirstCupIsFree.com, a Chinese man from uh, Yunnan province was found illegally keeping an Asian bear as a pet. He told police that he found the animal as a cub, mistook him for a puppy. He's like, I thought it was a puppy. (laughs) It was a bear. I'm pretty sure you didn't. Police acted on a tip from a neighbor who saw a post about the animal on social media. They visited his home. They found the 176-pound bear... Being kept in a cage, Asian black bears are considered a protected species in China, and those found to be keeping them without forest authority uh, approval can face fines of up to seven, $475. Oh. That doesn't really sound like a lot. That's not a very big fine. <laughs> now I want a bear. Uh, you get caught. It's less than five hundred bucks, right? But I mean, if you don't, if get, don't get caught, caught you've, got you've got a bear. Got a bear.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> police said, "Don't don't get a bear." By the way, police <laughs> said the bear was turned over to a local wild animal protection department and transferred to an animal welfare center. So, wow, that's interesting. I've got a link to that story. That is our weird news for today, courtesy of FirstCupIsFree.com. dot yeah! Now, your moment of duh. We talked about this a little bit earlier in the program, and I've got the rest of the story now, Heidi. Okay. So here's your moment of duh. Sacramento, California Animal Shelter is looking for a thief who broke into the shelter and stole a gumball machine. Okay. The thief was captured on video, which shows the man entering the front street animal shelter through a doggy door and then attempting to take the gumball machine back out through the doggy door. (laughs) The thief was trying to take the machine through the doggy door. The top of the machine fell off and gumballs scattered across the floor.
3: This I thought like, that video was hilarious.
2: Yeah, I've got a link to it. The shelter also said there was a donation box filled with money
3: Aww. across from the
2: gumball machine, but he didn't touch that.
3: He just so wanted some gumballs.
2: He wanted the money, apparently, because the gumballs scattered all over the place. So the thing that's interesting, the donation box would have easily fit through the doggy door. The gumball machine, which only has change and who even carries change anymore. Right. Right probably got away with like $2.25. Meanwhile, they're looking for him, and they've got a video of him doing it, so they're going to catch him. So that's why this is today's Moment of Duh. John
0: and Heidi. In a world that constantly tells you you're not good enough, 12 easy ways to lose weight now, it's easy to start believing that. I'm Amanda Johnson. I have a new perspective on the self-help genre. My book, Becoming Enough, A Heroine's Journey to the Already Perfect Self, will guide you to find your own happiness. Learn to block out the distractions of what the world thinks and learn to be happy with who you truly are. Becoming Enough, available now on Amazon or learn more at amandajohnson.tv.
2: Coming up, we've got some good news, but first, Netflix users have discovered a code that will allow users to unlock secret hidden movie categories. Ooh, I've got a link to that story. I, I don't do that, so I'm not going to use that. The <laughs> thing that's interesting, I've talked to people who, like, seven different people use the same Netflix ca- uh, account, and they're cracking down on that now. Yeah, they've made that well, illegal. they have to. Yeah. I mean, like, otherwise, if everybody just shares their own passwords and stuff, so I don't know how all that works, but... Uh, We are not Netflixers here, but I know that there are a lot of people who are. So if you like to Netflix and chill, I've got a link to that, to how how to unlock the secret hidden movie categories. I wonder what's in those. Maybe I don't want to wonder. (laughs) (laughs) We do have some good news to get to. That's on the way. Thanks for listening to The John and Heidi Show on a Friday. Then you could listen to the podcast and listen to us on the radio.
3: John and Heidi.
2: Time now for some good news brought to you by Odiva, the monthly subscription service for ladies' monthly visitor. All the details at radiosavings.com. You ready for some good news, Heidi? I am ready. I think I'm ready for some good news, Who? Uh, how about this one right here? Because i got several that have been sent to me here. So Disney launched a $100 million initiative to make children's hospitals around the world a little more fun, which I think is really kind of a cool thing. Oh, yeah, that's nice. Make them less scary for kids. I think this is a really cool deal. The Walt Disney Company announced that they're going to be launching this $100 million initiative to revolutionize children's hospitals around the world so they're more comforting for kids. As a means of better understanding the medical experience, Disney has adopted Team of Heroes – to research what aspects of hospitals scare young patients the most, through the entertainment it says I'm sorry though the entertainment company will be working with more hospitals over the course of the next five years, they're kicking off the very first project at the Texas Children's Hospital. Not only is the facility the largest children's hospital in the country, but they also have a special relationship with Walt Disney himself. Back when the hospital was first under construction in 1952, Walt Disney commissioned a special painting of the building featuring some of his most famous branded characters in the foreground. So I thought that was kind of neat. And, you know, there are stories all the time. Uh, We've had stories of, of, you know, negative things for Disney. We just had a story like a week ago where they're talking about some of the employees there uh, make such a minimal amount they can't even afford basic housing and I wanted to make sure we shared something positive too because they do good things too. So Yeah. Um, I'm actually
3: surprised they haven't taken this on earlier. It seems like a no-brainer to me. It makes so much sense yeah. and
2: and it just I think it's really a cool idea. So Uh, Like I said, of all the things that were shared, that's the one that I wanted to share today for our good news. Our good news comes your way courtesy of Odiva, the monthly subscription service for ladies' monthly visitor. Again, all the details at radiosavings.com. Time to say goodbye, Heidi. Goodbye, Heidi. Goodbye, everybody. Have a great day. Thanks for listening to The John and Heidi Show on a Friday.
3: 18 plus.